Buenas and half a day. This is Polly Eric Forbes welcoming you to another episode of Elegna Si Polly. Elegna Si Polly, for those who don't understand, means father says, father as in the priest. And we're going to be talking about all things tomorrow. It's like a fiesta plate or a fiesta table where you have 81 different dishes and you go from the titizas to the kaddu to the finamamis to the roast pick and uh, you get everything. So we're going to talk about history, language, culture, you name it. As long as it's Guam-related or Chamorro-related or Marianas-related, uh, we're going to see what Pali Eric has to say. And to help me um, toss things around and make it interesting, I have Chris Malafunction here with me. And today's topic is um, a look at the question, why are Chamorros obsessed with smelling? And, uh, you mm. know, you you have that favorite auntie who uh, says, Come here, boy, I love you so much, you know. And uh, she gives you a tight squeeze and all her powder from her, uh, you know, her uh, chest up gets in your face. And, and her perfume. And her perfume. And, uh, and instead of kissing you with her lips, she uh, grabs your hair uh, and pushes her, your hair into her nose, and she takes the biggest whiff that you've ever smelled. And yeah. she goes, oh, you're so money, which means you're so delicious. Yeah. So not only are Chamorros... Um, we're cannibals. Uh, we're, we're not obsessed with odors. We're also obsessed with taste. <laughs> That explains but, uh, a lot. But that could be another topic for another uh, podcast. But today we're just looking at um, our obsession with smells, with fragrances, with odors. And uh, this is a very timely topic because as we're facing COVID because one of the symptoms I'm hearing about that people who've actually caught COVID can't stand is the loss of taste and, and smell. Right. And it goes to show just how important the sense of smell is. We... We talk a lot about the other senses uh, and not so much the sense of smell, but the sense of smell is uh, very primeval. Uh, uh, they, many, you know, I'm not a scientist, but if you read the literature, people think that uh, scholars think that smell came before uh, some of the other senses. Uh, it's very um, uh, basic to almost all forms of life, even single cell organisms that are tiny can't even see without a microscope they will react to smells you know that these these tiny uh, um, organisms don't even have eyes but they'll react to smell and uh, you know how dogs will come up to you and uh, what do they primarily use uh, is their nose right they yeah. stick their nose in every crevice there might be some tongue in there too Polly. well yeah, yeah. Uh, so you know the sense of smell is very important and, um, uh, you know, people who have caught COVID who have lost their sense of smell will tell you that because eating has become reduced. The pleasure of eating has been reduced by 50% or more. Right. And um, people know that, you know, uh, pinch your nose the next time you want to eat something very delicious and you'll notice the difference. Yeah, it's funny because someone was just talking um, today about drinking Chamorro medicine and they brought up that pinch your nose when you... <laughs> Right. Oh, yeah. Because it reduces the, you know, the, the disgust. Yeah. yeah. And uh, someone once said, um, if you pinch your nose and eat an apple and eat an onion, you won't be able to taste the difference. Wow. I don't know. Well, I'm right after you on that one, Polly. Let me know. You go first. <laughs> I don't know if that's true or not, but you know, it, 
you do have to wonder sometimes. And uh, just uh, in the spirit of the today's topic, I brought you uh, Mansanan Pautake, uh-huh. which is uh, also known as um, Siniguelas. Wow, I didn't know it was called Mansanan Pautake, yeah. which, which means... Um, Smells like uh, apples that smell like feces. Yeah, and that is just, if that's not a shining example of the Tremor sense of humor, I don't know what it is. And uh, I don't know about you, but these apples don't smell like feces to me. Oh, they kind of. At least feces that, you know, I've smelled entering yeah. public restaurants. So where'd it come from? Mansanan uh, Pautaki, I have no idea. But, uh, you know, again, it's uh, our obsession with smell. Wow. <clears throat> Although I must say, Nyingi, yeah, but smell. Can, can can we start there, Polly? That is such a weird, it's always been just a weird, I mean, nyingi. Nyingi. Yeah. But, you know, a lot of uh, uh, Chamorro words dealing with smell uh, begin with ng. You know? Like ngof ngof. <laughs> you just went there. Yeah, that's really Yeah, what does there. that even mean? Uh, ngof ngof. Ngof ngof. Uh, <laughs> ngof ngof. I think means to rub your nose in, in something. I wow. Think, I think if I remember. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. Okay. Nye, nye. I had a story about that. I won't repeat here. But, <laughs> <laughs> but nye, nye, you know, it, yeah. it, it kind of sounds like, you know, uh, the, 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 the sound. Yeah. yeah can only be made if you get up there. Yeah, in you the know, nasal the, area. In the nasal area. Yeah. Uh, which, by the way, is a sound. I think it's the hardest Chamorro sound for statesiders to replicate, mm. right? Like, where's UOG? Yeah. Oh, in Manilao. Yeah, Manilao. It's, it's Mangilao. Or Mangilao, yeah. right? They can't say Mangilao. Yeah. You know. Wally, that is so interesting because just growing up from a, a young age, and, you know, I... I um, I spent a couple years in Virginia when I was in elementary school. And so uh, learning stuff from my grandma, you know, like fangingi, I always thought fang, like ngingi meant to almond. Right. Because you, you know, that's what they say, hey, go fangingi, find your relatives. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, you yeah, go yeah, around yeah. and you, you know, almond her hand. But yeah. I didn't know that it, w- it meant that to you're smell. smelling yes. because yes. it's like you're smelling their hand when you go and almond them yes well well, well it looks see, like it well again you know back to this the truism that i'm oh. going to use a lot when we talk about history is we don't really know wow. because people didn't write things down yeah you know so did did our our ancestors at one time actually we know because you know the the europeans wrote a lot of stuff down and we do have documentation going all the way back to the 1500s, 1600s, that the pre-contact Chamorros would reverence the hand. Yeah. And, um, uh, I mean, that's a gesture that's common throughout the world where you kiss the hand, right? You watch movies, old movies, they're kissing the hand. Yeah, you know, Filipinos lift the hand up to the forehead. Right. Right. Uh, but, you know, did, did our ancestors actually breathe in? <gasps> you know, when they, when they did that, I, I'm, I don't remember seeing it in any of the old documentation. Uh, if someone knows better, then let me know. But so you're uh, saying this, do you think that like Fangi and Amin, it came from just the Spanish? No, 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 oh, not at oh, all. Oh, okay. No, not at all. Right. No, it's an indigenous uh, gesture. Uh, what I don't know for sure is whether the original gesture included the physical act of breathing in, which the, is what yeah. Nini is. Yeah. yeah, I got a word for that. What's that? Sniss. Sniss? Sniss. Instead sniff of sniff? And kiss. Sniff. Put together. And, uh, sniss, okay. Or a kiff. Okay, you heard it here first. Is this the first time you're using it? It's that? a sniff kiss. 
No, I've used it before because I've used it before. I always do that to my kids. Okay, well, and this is the I first mean, like, time I've, hear, right, I've heard like, of it. <sighs> you know, you should copyright it and make millions of dollars I off should. of it. You know, wow. because uh, that's 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 really good. That's, sniss. That's a sniss. Yeah, and you know what I'm a talking sniff about. And a kiss. Yeah, like when you go into your, like, your kids or any, you know. Mm. Yeah, but you kiss with the nose. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Which you know, uh, you know, people can argue whether that really, whether you can kiss with the nose or not. We can. You know, well, Chamorros well, do, yeah. right? As a matter of fact, um, you know, one of my pet peeves about modern uh, quote-unquote Chamorro culture is that the young people don't fangini anymore. You know, they go up and kiss. And, the, you know, the parents are the ones also telling these kids, go kiss. Yeah, go kiss your auntie. You know, and so uh, this, this is not Chamorro culture before 1980, 1990, right. or maybe yeah. 1970. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, the, the older Chamorro culture is fangini, which means uh, you pick up the hand, you put it to your nose, mm -hmm. and you say nyot for a guy and nyora for a woman. And it has nothing to do with age. This is another pet peeve of mine. Oh. When Chamorros push the young person away and, and say, don't fangini me because I'm not old. Yeah. It has nothing to do with age. It has... Everything to do with status. Uh, so give us some categories. Well, you might be the 15-year-old nephew of your 16-year-old aunt. You know? Yeah. That, that happens. Yeah, it you does. Know? Because back in the old days when, when, when Chamorro women had 15 kids, the oldest one is 20 years older than the youngest one. Yeah. You know? So the oldest one has kids who are the same age as the youngest sibling. Right. So the, the nephew or niece and the auntie or uncle are only a few years apart. Yeah. And yet, the, the niece and nephew still has to fangini. Let me tell you a story, Polly. Um, when I went to school in Melissa Elementary, home of the Dolphins, I had a situation exactly like what you're talking about, except my grandmother's uh, sister had a son um, who was younger than me, mm -hmm. and he was my uncle, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. And so we would go to school, elementary school, and he would always be like, hey, come on, and your uncle, Fangingi boy, <laughs> I would have to go. <laughs> right. You know, fanging him in front of the, yeah. the other kids. So you're right. Yeah. But I thought when he said status, I don't know why in my mind, and maybe that's the Americano half, I automatically thought like status, like, you know. Worldly status. Worldly status. Yeah. No, 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 no. No. Status within society, sta status within familial relationships. But status in society also means like the priest. Right. You know, I was ordained at 28. Wow. And, in, and when I was 29, I was sent up to Saipan in 1991. In 1991... I had old Chamorro people born in World War I, wow. you know, who couldn't speak a word of English. And these 80-year-old Chamorros are coming up to me, a 28-year-old priest, and they're fangini-ing me. Yeah. Do you know how awkward I felt? Very awkward. Did you say, hey, Dusty Judy bo uh, boy? <laughs> no, I would say Dusty Judy. But so I didn't make the mistake of rejecting it because right. that would have been an unforgivable sin on my part. Right. And I think we've, we've kind of struggled. There's some stories I've heard about different uh, priests coming to Guam and they don't, oh no, you don't. You oh know. yeah. Right. And it causes. Instant way to become disliked. Right. 
by the very people you're 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 saying you're gonna serve. Right. Is that it on Fangingi? Because there's a lot of other things I was no, thinking no, no, about no. our obsession I, with smells. Uh, well, on Fangingi, well, you know, when it comes to you know, you fangingi your uncle, even though you're older by a year or two, you fangingi the priest, even though you're 80 and he's 28. <laughs> it has nothing to do with the person, but with the status, their, their position in terms of the family structure or societal structure. How do we get back to fangingi and away from, from well, kissing? It has to be taught. It has to be practiced. And I'd like to, I'd like to say that, you know, there are still many places where the mangingi is done. You know, um, because it's taught. You know, I go to certain parishes, and the altar servers all fangingi, uh, because it's taught. I go to, I visit certain families in the home, and everyone fangingi is because it's taught. I, I, this is something that started happening to me. I want to say ten years ago, where I, when I go out in public and I see like young, it's mostly like young men. Mm. They'll fangingi me. Like, I'll go on a big, hey, if it's someone I know, it's like, hey, and I go to give rock, and they'll go and they'll mm -hmm. say nyot. So yeah. it's interesting. And then it's important that you, the person, yeah. does, doesn't reject that. Yes. And say, I'm not old. It has nothing to do with age. Right, yeah. No, because I, I mean, ever since I was young, I couldn't wait to grow up so that I could be fangingi. Because right. I did, uh, we have a huge family. I mean, you know, and the gatherings back right. in the day. Now you're... Saying, Hey, make sure you go fangingi. That would take you like an hour. Now you're the Saina. <laughs> <laughs> but again, Saina doesn't mean old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just means a level up. Right on. All right. So, yeah, uh, fangingi. Uh, we need to keep that, that because that is true tomorrow right there. Now there's a lot of other... So um, when you're talking about smell, I just remember uh, there was always pow something, right? So, oh, you're pow fafa. Pausadang. Yes. Pautada. Pautada, yeah. Pauhebbu. Just, you're right, we're obsessed with smells. Mm -hmm. I mean, because there were just so many smells that well, we would use. Okay, let, me, let me just ask you this right now. Picture in your mind, shape, color, a ladybug. What color is it? <laughs> Red and black. Okay. Now... Recall in your mind the last time you smelled a ladybug that got on your shirt and you didn't know it until it, you smelled it. Yeah, it's like that. I don't know how no. to explain it. Okay, which, which had a greater impression on you? Oh, the smell. Right. Yeah. So the sense of smell, just for, for whatever reason, has a bigger impact on us, right? Now... I'm not a scientist, but according to what I've read, the other senses receive the stimuli, all right? So electromagnetic uh, light, right? Hits the, hits the eye. And then it goes to the thalamus. And then it goes onward to the brain and process, the brain processes it, right? With the, with, with the sense of smell, it skips the thalamus. It goes straight to the brain. Right. So it's a direct, direct hit. Right. So... Um, you know, when animals, you know, are looking for prey, right? You, you, you know, the, the animal you need for dinner is a mile away. You probably can't see it, but there's certain animals that can smell it. Right. Right. Or sharks in the water, right? Can, you know, they can sense blood, right? They can't see it, but they can smell it. 
um, people trying to give up smoking, but they're but they're smoking on the sly, trying to hide it from the wife or whatever. You, you can smell. hide this. You can hide the cigarette, yeah. but you can't hide the smell, or it's going to be more difficult. Even if you spray Lysol, yeah, Lysol. you know, the wife comes in and goes, mm-hmm, "I can still smell the tupa," <laughs> right? So the sense of smell not only makes a, a deeper, stronger impression on us, but it's very intimately tied with memories and memories with emotions. Let me tell you, when I uh, finished high school, um, saved up a bunch of money, I wanted to go uh, live in America and to go and try and reconnect with my dad. But um, before I left, my mom had told me, can you wear this shirt? It was a shirt, T-shirt I always had. Mm-hmm. She's like, can you just wear it for you know a few days? Don't wash it and um mm-hmm. just leave it with me right and so when i flew off to the states my mom would uh you know of course she'd always call and um she would always tell me how much she missed me and every time she missed me she would take that shirt out from under the pillow and just mm-hmm. get my smell mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah i've heard similar stories about yeah. someone dying right oh yeah and someone who was very close to them said can i have her blouse or can i have his shirt and the, the family member says, okay, see me tomorrow. Come back tomorrow. And they come back tomorrow and they say, here it is. I washed it for uh, you. And they go, no, I didn't <laughs> want you to wash it. I wanted the shirt so I could smell him right, or her, yeah, you know? Yeah. So, so is it just on, on with Chamorro culture where no, it smells like that? No, no. I, I think it's a universal human thing. But we sure have it. Yeah, we really, that, you know, really embrace we don't, it. We don't kiss the lips are for husband and wife i like <laughs> to tell people that in chamorro culture the two lips upper and lower <laughs> belong only to your spouse right. and that is it that's it not even jesus yeah not even jesus gets your lips yeah we don't tiku the niño we the and that's why chanel number five is very important in december all the Chanel number fives on Guam are bought up by church women who are responsible for the Nino. Because you got to spray the Nino with Chanel number five. You're not, that's not. I never even, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the Nino team in the, in the parishes, you better have an ample supply of pao pao, of perfume. Right. Because you can't send the Nino out without perfume and when i have the nino being venerated after mass in a crowded church like 400 people right i have a server standing next to me holding a bottle of perfume wow because after 10 sniffs or snisses there's nothing left there's no pow pow right and uh, tan maria comes up and she gives a little sniss and she atanbaba's the priest Because she says, Pauline, there's no pow pow. And I look He's at the server that. and I say, Nazi, pow pow, Nazi, put pow pow. And then, yes, because the sense of smell. Why do you think the church has incense? Yeah, to evoke the emotion and to tie it to memory. Yes, Got it. because the sense of smell is very intimately tied with memories. Mm. I mean, like the incense you guys burn at the funerals. If That's I try a- to remember the voice of my grandmother, oh. very hard for me to remember how she sounded. So what do you remember? Her smell. And it wasn't a perfumey smell. And it wasn't a bad smell either. Because for some reason, in my entire life of almost 60 years, I've never smelled a bad woman. 
She could be elbow deep in uh, washing pots and pans and the sweat is all over. But for some reason, I've never smelled a bad smelling woman. And nuns, I've never seen a nun sweat. Wow. Even in 95 degree weather in the, in the sun, you know, there, there must be something about, you know, the sister's vocation that, you know. Maybe it's in their rights they take. Polly, uh, I remember my grandpa's um, smell. My grandma, I remember like the smells of her mm -hmm. cooking um, when she would uh, do the rice mm -hmm. and break it mm -hmm. and they kind of like char it for uh, chalaquiles. Yes, yes, right? yes, yeah. yes. And so there's that smell of like the burning pugas. The burning pugas. Um, and then when my grandfather, I remember, uh, what's that old shit, that aftershave? I want to say like, not Alka-Seltzer. Oh gosh, I know what you're talking about. Aqua Velvet. Uh, aqua Velvet, yeah. yeah. Um, I remember Aqua Velvet, menthol cigarettes, and like a musky, I don't know how to explain it. <clears throat> Thought to forgive me, but a little hint of urine. I don't know. If I could describe my grandmother's smell, it was like um, a stack of old newspapers. And you mean that in the best way? Yeah. I mean, it was not a bad smell, yeah. but it was not a perfumery, perfumery smell. Right. My grandmother was not into perfumes. Other aunts and uncles were into colognes and perfumes, yeah. but not my grandma. Um, you know, she was only 90 pounds her whole life, you wow. know? But I would crawl into bed with her and she would tell me stories. And so... I just smelled, you know, and she just had that smell. Working of, woman. Um, a no-nonsense, non-frivolous woman. Right. You know? And she, she worked, wasn't into makeup. Everything she wasn't into, right. yeah. What about the, you know. And so those, those memories evoke emotions. Right. And the thing about it, and this is the importance of the sense of smell, is that my grandmother died in 1980. I'm bad with math. How many years ago is that? 50? So 40? 40 years ago. Yeah, 42, but, 42 but if, years ago. if I smell a bunch of old newspapers and I remember her, it's like I, she was just here the other, you know, a minute wow. ago. Wow. So that's the power of the sense of smell. Right. I, I feel that way when I smell champalado because my grandma used to always make us champalado. Mm. Um, Polly, what about the, you know, the Paul Fafa, uh, all those. Paul Sadang. Yes, yeah. all those. Um, it seems like we have a lot of words to describe how somebody Palmata. smells. Yeah. 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 That's part of our obsession too. But are there, are, are there other, like in English, I don't re remember, you know, oh, you smell like underarm or, oh, you smell like stale, staleness. I think other words have specific words to describe specific fragrances where we, we lack that in Chamorro, at least the Chamorro we know because right. a thousand years ago, who knows? Um, but so in order for us to form those words, we just have to say pow, which means fragrance, and then attach it to the, the modifier, the qualifier. Yeah. Smells like. Right. Yeah. Pautaki smells like feces. Right. right. That's what I'm saying though. And, and like, our and pautaki, that's like pretty widely used. You know, that wasn't something that only like, uh, you know, you heard in the bar. Mm -hmm. I mean, I heard my grandparents use that, Yeah, uh, but I don't know if in English you would have a situation where you would have people just readily saying, oh, it smells like, sh you know. Yeah. Or is there an actual word in English that means smells like feces? Right. You know, that's what I'm know. saying. We have a lot of, I mean, we do. You've got Paul Fafa. I mean, we're very open and 
Um, a lot of things that we say, maybe if you said in the States, you'd get slapped with a big loss. He said, I smell like underarm. I suppose. Um, well, you'd get away with it here on Guam because how many people understand what pausadang means? What does it mean literally? Uh, you got me there when it comes to pausadang. Yeah. Because uh, I don't know about the sadang because me, me is urine. Right. You know? So uh, we'd have to do more research. And then, uh, you know, with a lot of words, we come to a dead wall, uh, um, a dead end or a brick wall because uh, it's just not written down. Right. And the people who knew it died 200 years ago. That's there the was challenge. no podcast night in those days. <laughs> so we're obsessed with smells as a people. We are obsessed with smells and smell is very important to us in terms of intimacy. Uh, because when we show affection to each other, we smell each other. We're like the dogs that come up to you. We haven't gotten to the point of licking. Not yet. Yeah, each other. Well, at least, you know, in public. <laughs> but uh, in public, we do smell each other. Right, and I feel like that is definitely something that I have not seen anywhere else. Uh, probably not. I, you know, it's a big, big world out there. Yeah. So, and I haven't been to every country, despite rumors to the contrary. But um, yeah, it's, it's a very chamorral thing. And I'm not sure if it's, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm sure it's dying. But I don't know at what rate. I don't know. I feel like that's just one of those things because it's not necessarily language. No, right? no. And I think it's one of those things that maybe someone won't do in their 20s, but they start to do it in their 60s. Right. Yeah. I see that because it was done to them in their 20s. Right. And so they remember it. And it's all to me that, like the sniff kissing and, you know, like we want to smell. That to me is all tied in with Magodai, right? So when I want to kiss my kids or, you know, when I've been kissed like that, mm -hmm. it's usually like the person who's doing it, you're yeah. just like, like, yeah. said, like you're so mungy, come here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the thing about it is, you know, we all say that um, uh, the other guy smells your body odor, you know, 20 yards before you do. Yeah. You know, the, the other person is 20 yards away and already can smell you. You can't smell your own body odor, so they say, right? And, uh, and that there's an easy explanation for that. You know, you just ask somebody that works in a, in a, a, a sushi restaurant all day, whether they smell the fish, right. You yeah. know, after a yeah. while you just, your senses just become so, um, um, what's that hardened to it? Maybe. Yes. One of the first jobs I had Polly, was I used to make, uh, the chachalones. Yeah. Um, for, uh, Tarantino. Yeah. Um, and so you're right. I would be in there and it was basically like these little, like, uh, you know, the shrimp chips that you fry. Yeah. It was like that, but it was pork, and so you'd drop it in this big vat of oil, yeah, yeah. and then it would like psh, come to life, and it would turn into the tatsalon. Tatsalon, yeah. And I would do that for eight hours, and- uh, Two hours into it, three hours into it. I don't even smell it anymore. Smell it anymore. The minute I come home, they're like, oh, who let the pig in the house? Correct. You know what I mean? Correct, yeah. correct. Um, you know, there's a few people who tell me, you know, Polly, you know, you have a distinctive smell, and I said, really? I showered this morning, <laughs> you know, and I am not a smoker. I almost never wear cologne and I didn't have mass that day and used incense. So, you know, what are you talking about? And they said, no, you just have a certain odor. Uh, they, they say, it's not a bad odor, but yeah. we can just tell it's you. And how does that make you feel though? It, <laughs> it, it makes me, you know, want to go shower, yeah. you know, Be <laughs> or, you know, I said, Wait, did I, I do have a smell. Did, did I huh? have garlic for lunch? You know, <laughs> or, you know, how, how do they describe your smell to you? Um, earthy, earthy. 
That's from the sun. Have you ever heard, this is so weird, Aircon Baby Chamorros, when they talk about, oh, you smell like the sun, or you smell like the outside. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. I mean, if you smell yeah. someone who came from outside, you'll know what I mean. Well, I mean, definitely I've been told, you know, you've been to the beach. Right. You know, because you smell the seawater. Yeah. And, uh, or sea air. What about... Ocean water. Can we talk about... Uh, Pochata and... Pochata. That's just a weird one for me because it's just, it's a word I heard so many times growing up, probably way more than I should have, but it basically means you smell like a woman's private parts, parts. Yeah. but not in a good way. Not in a good way. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know what, <laughs> I think that basically wraps I'm it up. I'm the guy who's going to ask the priest, how do you explain <laughs> well, Pochata? I, I I'm sorry, Polly. I think it's self-explanatory, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. But why isn't there like a Paul Damoder, you know? Um, there could be there could be there could be yeah i don't know you'd probably have to ask your you know female cousins that right maybe <laughs> so um uh, uh because it can also mean uh to venerate show respect right there's another word on. the the suffix on means capable of or able so guaizadzun Guaiza means love. Right. Guaizadzun means lovable. So not guinaizadzun. Not guinaizadzun and on a pot gun. Oh, how lovable is that baby? So. Is that child? Nyingyon. Does not mean smellable. It means honorable. Worthy of the respect. Worthy of being nyingy. Isn't that beautiful? That is. That's a word I've never heard. Yeah. And then there's Is that another, a old? It's a very old Chamorro word. Wow. You know. Uh, and then another old Chamorro word is engingi or ongingi. And the, the prefix e or o means in search of. How do you spell that? Ngingi. And you just add an e, an e, or an o. Okay. So o panglao or e panglao means to go out looking for panglao. Okay. So engingi, ongingi means going out looking for ngingi. But it doesn't mean going out looking for smell. It means looking for inspiration. Wow. Because ngingi means to inhale. And the word inspiration, spira, espiritu santo, spiritual. Inspiration means to get that wind, that wind of inspiration. <gasps> I just thought of something. I was wow. inspired. Ngingi. Ongingi, to go out looking for inspiration. And that's an old word? That's an old word. Wow. Yeah. From like, what, way, way back? Uh, 19 Tinaki. Oh, 19 Forgotten or 19 Tinaki? 19 Tinaki. There's another example of Chamorro <laughs> sense of humor. The word 19 Tinaki. Yeah. That's weird. It's so old that it's rusty. Yeah. Yeah. So that's ngingi. That's very in-depth. And uh, it's, it's, uh, it's a custom. I hope we continue. Uh, so as we end this podcast, I would like to tell everybody, go out and nini somebody, go and smell. And, uh, it, unfortunately, if you caught COVID and you lost your sense of smell, uh, I've read online, take an, take something very strong in fragrance, like a lemon or something and smell it every day, smell it 10 times every day. And it'll help you regain your sense of smell. A lemon or a Vicks or Vicks. Yeah. Or anything strong in odor. And if you want, you can even, you know, because they say I smell very earthy. You can come and nini my head. 
Come what, and get a whiff of what, Bali. What little hair is left on top of my head? <laughs> He's Pau Earth. Pau Edda. Elegna Sipali. Elegna Sipali. Father said, and Father was talking about our obsession with smell, a very tomorrow thing. And uh, join us again for our next podcast in the future. God bless.